0: I titled my message Matters of the Heart. Uh, Honestly, it's just a fancy title because I didn't know what to title my message. Uh, Because it really, I mean, it has stuff to do, it has some matters of the heart, but I want to talk about the treasure. You see right there, it has the verse, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So in Matthew chapter 8, verse 6, chapter, I'm sorry, Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. It has that verse, it says, For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I want to ask you to just take, a, take a se- one second right now and just to think about think about the things in your life that you value and prioritize. Real quick, just do that for a second. Just think about the things that you value and that you prioritize. Throughout your week, throughout seven days, What is it in your week that takes up most of your thoughts and most of your time? Think about that. It's interesting because we don't really think about this type of stuff. But what takes up a majority of your time and a majority of your worries and your concerns, where do they go? What is it for? What do you think about? Let's give you that moment. Whatever it is, Whatever you give most of your time, most of your attention to, whatever you're concerned about the most is 99.9% likely that it's your treasure. Jesus says, where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So your treasure, what is a treasure? Your treasure is whatever you value as a treasure. Whatever you prioritize in life, whatever you spend most of your time thinking about, whatever you invest in is possibly your treasure. You know, in in this part of scripture, Jesus was actually speaking about money in regards to being a treasure. And this teaches us something that Wherever you invest in, wherever your money goes, it's a sign of where your heart's in. So we're not going to talk about that tonight, but it's something to chew on. Where, where is your money going? I'm not asking you that, you know, we're not going to be talking about that the whole night. But where, also, where is your money going? Because where your money's going, your heart's going with it. It means your heart's in that place. But I, I don't want to ask you that. I want to ask you where are your thoughts going? What's on your list of priorities during the week? What's on the top? What's on the top? Do you value your personal time over going to life group? Do you you value the gym over uh, time with your family? Because whatever you choose over the other means that you treasure that more than the other. And I just want you to take a moment to just reflect on what is my treasure what do I treasure the most in my life? What do, I, what do I value? What's on the top of my list of priorities? What do I spend most of my time concerned about? What do I, what do I, where is all that time going? If I'm constantly worried, what am I worried about? Is it money? Are you, are you concerned about money most of the time in your week? Are you concerned about... Um, Not having enough time? Or or are you concerned about not being able to make it to a certain location? What are you concerned about? What, what, What takes up most of your thoughts, most of your time? And what do you prioritize? And so tonight I want to centralize on this verse right here. Matthew chapter 6 verse 21. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. The first thing I want to share with you is that you can never fool your heart you can never fool your heart because our hearts will always go where our treasure is and our actions will always follow our hearts you guys listen to me you guys seem pretty you guys seem quiet you guys awake So wherever your treasure is, whatever you value, whatever you prioritize, your heart's headed that direction. And when your heart's headed that direction, your actions will always follow where your heart goes. You see, I believe that each and every single one of us here in this place have this deep longing, this deep desire inside of them that says, I want to end things well. I want to come out strong. I want life to go from glory to glory. I want to be more like Jesus. I want to be a better friend. I want to be a better person. I want to make a difference. I believe every one of us here have this desire. I want to come out strong. But we leave service also, we actually we come to service every weekend. And we experience the power of God. We experience Jesus. And we leave here on fire for Jesus. And we leave here with a huge desire to make a difference, to end well, to come out strong, to grow in glory. We leave here with this desire for change in our lives, for change in our families. But then Monday comes around. And what happens? You got the same teacher. You go to the same family. Nothing really changed right? Absolutely nothing. You got the same job. You have the same friends. You don't pop up in Africa as a missionary. You want to change so bad. You want to be like Jesus. You want the glory of God to be revealed through your life. But then Monday comes and what? <laughs> nothing changed. <laughs> nothing. I, I didn't even get a raise that I asked for the week before. Nothing. Nothing. But let me tell you something, you can't fool your heart, your heart knows, your heart knows deep down what your treasure is, because your heart follows your treasure, your heart goes where your treasure goes, and maybe here, maybe your treasure is personal success, or something very common, especially in 2018, your self-image. It's something you value, something you treasure. And like I said, it's something very common. You treasure your Instagram account, your Facebook. You treasure how many likes you get. You value these things. They're important to you. Your personal success and development is important to you. You value that, you treasure it. And you know what's crazy? Society even tells us, and your parents might even tell you that's a good thing, but thank God we're not conformed to society. We're not conformed to this world. And I'll explain a little bit, but maybe this is your treasure. Maybe it's something you value in life. And to you, it's important. My personal development, it's important. And that treasure, whatever you treasure, whatever is important to you, whatever is valuable, will determine your actions, always. It will determine every decision that you make. It will determine how you view others and how you see others. And it will even determine how you treat them. It'll 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 determine how you plan your schedule throughout the week and it'll determine what's important for you in life it'll determine your your priorities and how where goes where what goes where on the list of your priorities your treasure will determine your entire life it'll determine every single decision you make because where your treasure is your heart is there also and if your heart's in that place then you will Uh, I'm sorry, your actions will follow as well. So it's very important to think about this. What is my treasure? Because my treasure is affecting every area of my life. Every single area. So we come here to the weekends and we're stirred up at service And we hear the voice of God, we experience the power of God through services and we worship him and we pray and we sing, but it never produces anything on Monday. But why is that? Maybe it's because the treasure hasn't changed. Maybe it's because the treasure hasn't changed. Because let me tell you, when the treasure changes, everything else will follow everything else you see i value jesus i value my wife i value the church and the things of god i value that with all my heart but sometimes there's there's this thing in call me inside of me called flesh okay and it starts to drift to places that i shouldn't go but you know what happens Because my treasure is in Jesus, my heart will never drift away. My heart will cling to the treasure. Because a treasure is not about your feelings. The treasure is about what you fix your eyes on. It's what you value, and no matter the circumstance, situation, or difficulty you go through, that is my treasure. And sometimes you might even have certain uh, desires in you that might begin to just drift you away, but because that is your treasure, your heart doesn't go anywhere where your treasure's not at. So your heart, even though it might drift a little bit, it will always come back to the treasure. But if your treasure is not Jesus... Your heart, sometimes, it'll it'll come close to Jesus, but it'll always go back to the treasure. Whether it be personal personal success, self-image, money, fame, your heart will always go there. Maybe you'll come to service and you'll experience your heart turning towards Jesus, but that's simply a momentary experience. Because your heart on Monday will always go back to the treasure you value. You guys with me? Why is that? Why does our heart do that? Why, no matter how hard I try, I cannot redirect my heart. I've seen people do that. And they become frustrated and angry, trying to redirect their heart to Jesus. I'm going to serve Jesus. I'm going to love Jesus. I'm going to do this. I'm going to give everything I've got. What are they doing when they say that? I'm going to redirect my heart to Jesus. But let me tell you, you cannot redirect your heart. Then you get frustrated. And why? And then that's the reason. Because when Monday comes, your heart will go right back to the treasure. Because your heart always clings to the treasure. Because where the treasure is, there your heart will be also. Does that make sense to you guys? You know, I like the message version of the same verse, like I said, that we're going to centralize today on that, on that verse. It says, <clears throat> The place where your treasure is is the place you will most want to be and therefore end up being. You can keep that up for me. Have you ever gotten to this place and thought to yourself, how did I get here? How did I end up here? Okay, it's kind of like you're texting and driving, and I don't know where you just get home. First of all, you find out that that was the most dangerous thing you've ever done in your life. But it's, it's, I'm not talking about that, I'm talking about life. Ever thought of, how did I get to where I got today? Why am I where I am today? Why is it? Why am I where I am? I know it's uh, even a little weird to, to say, why am I where I am? I kind of want to say it one more time, because it just sounds weird, but, why am I where I am? <laughs> why did I get here? Why am I here tonight? Why did I end up here? How did I get here? Like, what did I do? Or maybe you've gotten to a point in your life, maybe especially people who've who've gone through addictions, they usually get to a place and they're like, they get to this point of of just complete disaster and desperation. They get to this place, like, how did I get here? How did I just hit this wall? How like what did I do to get to this place, God? Let me tell you something. You will always know deep down inside of you, at least for the most of us, that it's not a huge mystery or surprise at all. Why is that? Because you cannot fool your heart. Sometimes we think, I'm just going to pop up one, maybe I... Maybe you have a burden to be a pastor. I don't know. Let's just say you have a burden to be a pastor. And you're not just going to pop up one day and be a pastor. That's not going to happen. If you have a desire and a burden in you to become a millionaire, you're not just going to pop up a millionaire, at least for the most of you, unless you win the lottery. But there's a pathway for you to get there. And it's the same way with destruction in our lives. Same way. You are where you are today because you took certain steps throughout your entire life. You got to where you are today. Because deep down inside of you, you've been treasuring things throughout your life. And whatever you treasure, your heart follows, your attitudes follow, your actions follow, your decisions follow, whatever you've treasured. So in other words, you are where you are today because of the treasures you've set throughout your life. Because whatever you really treasure, whatever you value and is of utmost importance to you, that is the place that you will most want to be, therefore end up being In other words, what are you doing when you treasure something? You're literally aiming, you're aiming for that treasure and you're directing your life towards it. So, in other words, you cannot redirect your heart, but you can direct your treasure. And wherever you direct your treasure, your heart follows. Your heart follows. You can direct your treasure. Because all the things you've been treasuring up to this point has gotten you to where you are today. You experience certain things today because of certain treasures and certain priorities and values that you have towards specific things in life. And you know what I love the most about Jesus here? He gives us so much clarity. That's the word right there. He gives us clarity, and he makes life so simple by giving us this instruction, by saying that the place where your treasure is is the place you will most want to be and end up being. Let me tell you, if you have this desire to end life well, to come out the other side, and to end strong, let me tell you, it's not just going to pop up and happen. It's going to happen because it will be determined upon your treasure. Whatever your treasure is, that's going to determine whether you're going to come out strong or not. Because wherever your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So Jesus gives us this clarity and this example of how to live life. Living life is so simple when you understand this right here. When you understand that it's about the treasure and where you set your treasures, that everything else is going to follow. When you understand that, it makes life simple. Jesus is showing us pretty much that if you just go back to the beginning and you look at wherever you were originally aiming for, or maybe if you were just aimlessly living, okay, he says if you just go back and you look at where you were aiming from the beginning... Then you'll find out that you were headed in that direction the entire time. And deep down inside of our hearts, we knew it. Why did I know it? Because you can never fool your heart. You, today, if you're honest with yourself, if you just take a moment right now to be honest in regards to what your treasure is, I can tell you something. You can have an idea of the direction that you're headed in life and possibly even the destination. If you are honest with yourself right now and you think about, what do I treasure? What am I investing my time, my abilities, my talents, even my money? Where is that all going to? What what is consuming my worries and my concerns? What am I consumed with? What is it? That's your treasure. And if you think about where your treasure is, you can see where you're headed in life, what your direction is, and possibly even your destination. Because you cannot fool your heart. You know, your actions are a result of your heart. I've seen people always so concerned with their actions, and their behaviors, and waking up early, okay? But how how many of you ever tried to wake up early and just never did it, okay? That, That right there is proof, okay, that we can't change our actions, okay? Everything in your life is the result of what you believe in your heart, everything. I've ever heard of people who say, I can wake up without an alarm clock? To me, that's impossible. What kind of person? Here, I, my uncle can do that. He says, I go to sleep at 3 o'clock in the morning, and if I set my mind to it, I wake up at 5. To me, that's demonic, right? <laughs> but, you know, maybe, maybe, just maybe, he sets that time in his heart, and there's an action that follows. It's just, I don't know. But anyways, maybe I'm going somewhere I shouldn't. So everything in your life is a result of what you believe in your heart. In Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23, let's read it together. It says, above all else, in other words, above everything else, guard your heart. Why guard our hearts above everything else? Because everything that you do flows from the heart. Another translation say that all the fountains of life flow from the heart. So in other words, every single thing that you do, every single day, everything that you did today, from the moment you woke up to the moment you arrived here, is a reality of where your heart stands and how you have programmed your heart. Everything. You know, I... In Proverbs chapter 6, verse 1, it says, the preparations of the heart belong to man. What does that teach us? It teaches us that we are responsible for our hearts. I've seen a lot of people say, Lord, change my heart, when God says, you change your heart. God doesn't change our hearts. We change our hearts. God works with our hearts. Okay? God walks with us. And as we open our hearts to him, then we enter a partnership with him. But that's a decision that you make out of your heart Amen. to enter into that partnership with God. So you repeat after me. I am responsible Amen. for my heart. my heart. Don't blame other people Amen. for, this, for the, the, uh, the, the situation or the status of your heart. Have you ever seen people blame others because their heart hurts? People who blame others because they're offended. No, it's your heart. Don't get offended. I don't get offended. Because it's my heart. What am I going to do? I'm going to guard my heart from offense. I'm going to guard my heart from expectations. I'm going to guard my heart because it's my heart. And I'm responsible for my heart. You're not responsible for my heart. You're not responsible for my feelings. But what does society say today? You're responsible for my feelings, so don't hurt it. I'm responsible. It's my feelings, and it's my heart. The Bible says right here, the preparations of the heart belong to man. Let me ask you, how do you prepare your heart? I prepare my heart every day. Every day. I spend time with God, and as I do that, I'm preparing my heart for a day. Preparing my heart for a new day, a brand new day. We're responsible to guard our hearts. We're responsible to not allow any evil to be stored up inside of our hearts. Not, we're responsible to guard our hearts from selfish desires. From, if, if maybe movies influence you easily, guard your heart. I, please understand, I love horror movies. Okay, some people don't. Guard your heart. Don't watch a movie with me. I can watch a movie. I can watch a horror movie just fine. But if you can't, that's okay. Guard your heart, though. I I can't watch romance, so I need to guard my heart. (laughs) (laughs) In Luke chapter 6, verse 45, it says, a good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his, what? Heart. Heart. And an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. So everything we say, everything that comes out of our mouth, everything that we do in this life is from the overflow of our hearts. John Piper, he calls this a spillover. That's what he called it, a spillover. And he says that 99% of what we do or say every day is from this overflow, it's from the spillover of our hearts. I can prove it to you because whenever you pick something up, you don't think, all right, I'm going to pick up this water bottle in three, two, one, up. All right, drink. Mm." For the most part, You don't think about what you say, even though we should. But 99% of what you say is from an overflow. And I can prove it because when you're angry, okay, you kind of release certain words in a not-so-nice way, right? So whatever whatever you allow to enter your heart will determine your actions, will determine certain expressions you make, will determine your patience, will determine how rude you are with someone or how nice you are with someone. It's what's inside of your heart. It's what you allow to come in your heart. The Bible says it's from the evil stored up in that man's heart that he did evil deeds. So why is it that sometimes we express impatience? Because we allowed that to come into our hearts. So then we express it. It comes out. You don't mean, you don't mean it to come out, but it comes out. Why? Because it's a principle in the Bible. So in other words, you live your life every single day out of an overflow. You don't go your entire day thinking about every step and every word you say. For the most part, 99% of your day is spillover. It's overflow. That's what it is. And that's why we can see different temperaments and different personalities because that's all all Overflow. And it's so good because people try so hard to change their habits. They try so hard to change their actions, so hard to change behaviors, desires. And some people even say, I'm going to stay focused from this point forward. But it's not about any of those. It's about being filled because everything we do or say is from an overflow. So if our, hearts, if our hearts are a loving treasure, then our actions are going to follow it. And it's going to reveal what kind of treasure we're going after. So as you, as you run after and as you go after these treasures in life, whatever your treasure might be, your heart's following it, and with your heart your actions are following it, and since your heart's in that place, that means your heart's being filled with whatever treasure you're seeking for, and whatever, your, whatever treasure is filling up your heart, guess what's coming out? It's that treasure. Your life is an expression of what you treasure. You can see it in people all over the place. You can see very clearly when someone treasures money above anybody else, because they'd much rather keep a dime and kill a person. I obviously took it to an extreme, Okay. But your actions are simply an expression of what you value. It's an expression of your treasure. Let me tell you, you can see so clearly in a person when someone treasures Jesus above anything else. You can see it in their actions. You can see it in their way of living. You can see it in their expressions of life and the way they prioritize things in life. You can see it in their life, what they treasure. So what is it about? It's not about behavior modification. It's about treasure. Because where your treasure is, your heart will follow. So if you want to be, if you're crying out daily for change in your life, it's not about coming to service and experiencing this supernatural hype. It's about setting your treasure in Jesus Christ. Because when you do that and you leave here, And regardless of your circumstances, regardless of your situation, regardless of the people in your family, regardless of if nothing else changed, let me tell you something that changed. Your treasure has changed. And if your treasure has changed, it's just a matter of time that your heart follows. And if your heart follows, everything else in your life is going to follow and you're going to be begin to see this revealing that you have redirected your treasure. And then everything else, even your habits, your sinful habits, they're all going to follow and be redirected and changed, not because you try hard, but because your treasure is in Jesus. You see, changing your actions never work. Trying to be a better person will never work. Ever. Ever. It's about the heart. The heart needs to find its treasure in Jesus Christ. He is the only treasure that will ultimately satisfy us. The only treasure. And when you make a decision, you say, you know what, I just, he is my treasure from this point forward. He is, he is. Then you're going to leave here, and maybe it's going to be the same for a couple days, but let me tell you something. Your heart's going to follow Your actions are gonna follow. And everything else, all the decisions you make in life, are gonna follow because your treasure has changed. Amen? Amen. Amen. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21, the message version says this: It says, Don't hoard treasure down here where it gets eaten by moths and corroded by rust or worse, stolen by burglars. Stockpile treasure in heaven where it's safe from moth and rust and burglars. It's obvious, isn't it? The place where your treasure is is the place you will most want to be and end up being. You know, I believe that one of the greatest lies of the devil is that we can find pleasure outside of God. We can see him trying to do that in the Garden of Eden. Trying to show us that we can possibly have pleasure outside of God. I've even heard people say that coming to church or being a Christian has no fun, no pleasure. Let me tell you, these people are crazy wrong. I have lots of pleasure. I'm married. I probably have more pleasure than anybody in this place. To the glory of God. But let me tell you, a life with Jesus, okay, when you set your treasure in him, he gives you satisfying pleasure. A real, genuine pleasure that lasts and will not leave you empty or void. Amen. Because the pleasure of this world will always leave you empty. Always. So what does the devil do? He, he, he tries to persuade you that there's pleasure outside of God. So what do we do? We search for all sorts of other treasures other than God. We search for money, fame, marriage, friendships, status, success, or whatever, we're constantly seeking other treasures and possibly hoping that we could be satisfied or that we could find pleasure. But Jesus, in this verse that he's teaching us, he says that uh, that there is absolutely nothing that you can treasure here on earth that will last. Anything on planet earth that you treasure, that you value, that you prioritize, you're wasting your time. Because it's all temporary satisfaction and pleasure that will always leave you empty because in the end, it will rust. It's going to rust away. This is what Jesus teaches us. And maybe you've treasured these things. Maybe you're here and you've been treasuring certain things. You've been treasuring concepts, ideologies, and perspectives that society has given us and we've just intentionally, uh, I'm sorry, that we've just bought into. These are perspectives and concepts that are absent from God, and we've bought into them. And don't get me wrong, I've been there. I've bought into them before. These ideas that are influenced by evil, but what do we do? We've accepted it, and now it's affecting your entire life. It's affecting your entire life, your relationships, your, your decisions, your, your your joy, your happiness. It's affecting all of these areas. And because these treasures are so deep inside of us, and because they're so linked to our hearts, we can't just get rid of them, because maybe that's your question tonight. How am I going to get rid of this thing? I love money. How do I stop? How do I stop valuing, treasuring women? How, Jimmy? How? You, don't, you can't just get rid of treasures. You need to replace them. Amen. Come on. Thanks, amen. Something greater, something better, something far more glorious and beautiful needs to overpower and overwhelm these other treasures in our lives. Now I want to finish with this as the worship team comes up. Did you know that you are God's treasure? Just let that sink in. Because we've been talking this whole time about treasuring God, treasuring Jesus Christ. But you are His treasure. You are His treasure. You are what? God values and considers important. The creator of all the universe considers you more important than the sun. Considers you more important than angels. More important than anything else in all creation. You. Because you are God's treasure. Let me prove it to you. There's a parable of the hidden treasure in Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. It's it's one verse of a parable. And it says this. The kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field. When a man found it, he hid it again. And then in his joy went and sold all he had and bought that field. You can keep that verse up. We read this and what do we think? I need to sell everything I've got. And I need to go buy that treasure in the field. Because in our minds, that treasure is Jesus. Let me tell you, that's not true. You are that treasure. And Jesus is the man that bought the field. Jimmy, how do you know that? Because you can't buy Jesus, He's free, He's by grace. No, you, you, you are the treasure. You don't need to sell everything and go and, and, and just, he's my treasure from now on. No, no, no. You're his treasure. You can't buy Jesus. He bought you with his blood. He is the one who purchased you. So, Jimmy, how do I, what is this, what is this doing? You know, the Holy, I believe the Holy Spirit's going to, give you the revelation of this tonight. And as he does that, just allow him to overwhelm your current treasures with himself. So that he, he could be the ultimate treasure in your life. And when he is the ultimate treasure in your life, your heart will follow him to the ends of the earth. Your actions are going to be an expression of who he is. It's going to express your treasure of who He is. You're going to be an expression of joy, an expression of Christ. You're going to be able to go to your school, and not because you're, you've, you've changed your habits, but because you've set your treasure in Him that's changed everything else around you. So when you understand... I want to invite you guys to stand up. Help me out with the dim lights. Let me tell you. I want let you guys take a second to stand up because this is important. When you understand that you are his treasure and that he values you, then out of that, out of that overflow, you can treasure him in return. You guys with me? When you understand that you are his treasure, out of that overflow... You can treasure him in return because the Bible says it's because he loved us that we can love him back. So, therefore, it's because he treasures you first that you can treasure him back. I want to invite you guys to just close your eyes and lift up your hands in this place. And allow, I just want you to receive. That's all I want you to do. Just receive. Come into this posture right now of just receiving. You are his treasure. And once that just overflows inside of you with so much love, so much of the love of God, I believe God is going to restore value tonight because you're not a treasure of some boyfriend. You're not some human being's treasure. No, you are God's treasure. He purchased you and you belong to him. And when you understand that he is the one that defines your value, he is the one that that, that takes you as his own treasure. And as that just overflows in you, just say to him, Lord, I treasure you, Jesus. You above anything else, God.